consider going into the new year not giving in to the new year, new me mentality. Not listening to these ads that will pop up and tell you that you need to change yourself or your personality or your appearance, but being grateful for this exact moment in time. Welcome to The Digital Dreamer, where we believe it's possible to escape the suffocating 9-to-5, achieve financial independence, have the freedom to do the things you love, and contribute to the greater good, all by being smart about digital marketing. Hi everyone, I'm Abby. And I'm Kim. Welcome to The Digital Dreamer Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about slowing down and enjoying your life and the people around you throughout the holiday season. Yes, I always say that the best present is your presence. And I know that sounds cheesy, but I am someone whose love language is quality time. So for me, that really is true that the best present someone could give me is just hanging out with me and being fully present in the moment. Yeah, and I always think back to to when my kids were little, when Abby and her sisters were little, how I would get so completely stressed out. Now, it doesn't help that we have about five birthdays in our family that are the week of Thanksgiving. And so I felt like I always had to get through buying presents for all the birthdays that are around Thanksgiving before I could even turn my attention to Christmas. But then you have little kids, there's all the parties, there's the school parties, all the presents, and the back then we used to buy presents for all the nieces and nephews, and I just always felt like I made it into a huge stressed out month, and I really came to the point where I just didn't really like December anymore, which is a shame because it's really such an awesome season. I mean, December is a great month. Yeah, I mean, other than it being cold, I could do without that. Yeah, we talk a lot about how we both hate the cold, and that is true, but I really want to emphasize with this podcast that there's so much pressure during this month to do all the things, both in your personal life and in your professional life, that I just think that we really need to step back and remember what the month is all about, take time to be around our loved ones, and just take some time for ourselves, chill, take the pressure off. And taking time for yourself to relax and take care of yourself doesn't mean that you have to completely shut down and not plan for the end of the year or for the coming year, but it does mean that you shouldn't get so stressed out that you can't enjoy the holiday season like how my mom just said she used to not even like December anymore. Like, that's really sad. So in this episode, we're going to talk about how to be present during the holidays, ways to slow down, and still plan for 2023 business success, but without getting bogged down and overwhelmed by the busyness of this season. So I like lists, which we've mentioned many times before too. So of course, I like to approach the end of the year with lists, things like what presents do I need to buy and keeping track of who am I buying for? And what parties and gatherings do I already know of at the beginning of the month? What parties do I know that I'm going to? So I remember 30 mumble, mumble, mumble something years ago when I first started my first professional job. I remember being so excited because I didn't have kids yet. I just like had this exciting job and 
I remember talking to everybody. Oh my gosh, I have 20 holiday parties I have to go to. And I thought that was such an exciting thing. And now I would completely dread that. Oh my gosh, I know. I can't even imagine like... Because cause it's not just a holiday party. It's like, and what am I bringing? And what am I wearing? And do I need to bring a bottle of wine? And are, is there a part, like a gift exchange? And oh my gosh. Yeah, all those things. And then other lists, you know, just like knowing ahead of time, where are we going to celebrate Christmas Eve, Christmas Day? Are we going to go out for New Year's Eve? Do we have New Year's Day plans? All of those things. And then also thinking just from a business perspective, what has to be done in our business for ourselves and for our clients week by week before the end of the year so that we can keep everybody happy and so that our clients are not stressed out, so we're not stressed out. What things have to be done? And then what additional things should we do but then maybe aren't as urgent? Like you could let fall through the cracks if you needed a little break, if life got too stressful. Right, but taking notes of those things is so important because the last thing you want is you're like, cooking you're cooking your christmas dinner and you're like oh my god i forgot to make this for my client right and you're Mm -hmm. like so then that has to christmas dinner is canceled (laughs) like that has to take precedent right well and i do think that that is one of the benefits of keeping track of things and using lists is that that way the stuff the important things are all on paper which means they're not rattling around in your head which means that you're not constantly trying to juggle all these things you can't forget, which means that you are more likely to be present in the moment and enjoying the people around you. And I don't know about you, but with all of the emails and ads and everything coming through the past few days with like Cyber Monday and Black Friday and Small Business Saturday, I had to really focus on my own goals and remind myself that we have a plan and we're sticking to it. Because it's so easy to, like, have FOMO about, you know, oh, they're doing this. Like, oh, should we have should we have made a, an email like that? Like, should we should we still do that? And you want to abandon your plan and, and add something new because there's just so much idea and stuff swirling around. But remember that success is never a straight line. Every business has had its ups and downs. And there's no guarantee that following the same path will lead to the same results. So... Yeah, I definitely was, first of all, really stressed because I just had so many emails in my inbox. Oh and my from gosh. people I haven't, I was like, how am I on your mailing list? I don't, I don't know who you are. <laughs> yes, I have two things to say about this. So one, never, if you have neglected your mailing list for a whole year or even three or six months, don't just suddenly start sending emails to people at a trendy time of the year when people's boxes are swarmed. I unsubscribed so many people because I'm like, if I don't even know who you are anymore, I am not interested. And it was a great reminder to unsubscribe, which part two, you should never be afraid of unsubscribes because those people are not your people if they're unsubscribing. And then part three of what I wanted to say is that If I would not have been so quick to delete, the other cool thing about getting all of those emails all at once, it's like a masterclass in subject lines and pre-headers and offers just to see what bigger companies, bigger than yours, who are hiring, who in theory have these great marketing departments, what they're sending out. So you can learn from that, which is also another thing. So 
super tangent about uh, all the Black Friday, Cyber Monday emails. But even though it's really good to, for research purposes, to see other people's emails going out and see, oh, okay, this is what I personally opened. Why did that work? Versus, oh, I deleted that without even opening the email. We have to also remember that if our stuff is working, there's no reason to jump ship to the new shiny object just because we see someone else doing it that way. Because what works for me might not work for you and vice versa. Right, because we all have our own skills and talents or our own niche that we're following, our own things that we're trying to do for one. But also, I'm just really, really adamant about this because I have seen so many people who are on a great course with their idea and then they see what a certain competitor is doing and maybe it appears that the competitor is having success in that area and then they take that as a signal that they need to bail on their idea. And that is just one of the biggest things that I have seen that limits people's success is that you don't see an idea through. So I think you need to know when your idea isn't working and when you need to tweak it or course correct. And you also need to know when to bail on an idea. But just because you see another idea that a competitor is doing does not mean it's time to bail. You need to stick with your plan until you know Mm -hmm. that it's not working for real. And if you're really itching to spend some time in your business, you could do some thinking and brainstorming about where you want to be next year. So this time of year is a good time to take stock of where you are in your personal life. Like, what have you accomplished this year? What are the goals you have achieved? Do you still have more you need to work on? Are there any areas of your life that you want to change or improve? It's also a good time to think about your business plan for the coming year. Like, what goals do you want to achieve? What steps will you need to take to reach those goals? How can you make sure that you stay on track throughout the year? What's going on in the world, your community, or your industry that might affect your audience? Is it something you should address? And then also thinking about just how do you want to spend your time next year? Are you enjoying working in your business in the same way that you are right now? Do you even enjoy it? If you don't, what could you change? What's working? What's not working? What's going well? And then also just taking time to think about what you're grateful for, what is working well, what what are you grateful for? Because just the way the law of attraction works, if you're into that stuff, you cannot bring more abundance into your life unless you are grateful for what you already have. And I just want everyone to consider going into the new year, not giving in to the new year, new me mentality, not listening to these ads that will pop up and tell you that you need to change yourself or your personality or your appearance, but being grateful for this exact moment in time. Have you been to our store on Etsy? You have to check it out. We have shirts and mugs and tea towels and digital prints for every occasion. We have things for brides, things for Christmas, things that are holly jolly and new, things for the new year, things for brides. Did I say that yet? Lots of fun shirts to tap into the spirit of the season, to bring out joy and things that should be purchased for somebody on your gift list. We've talked all about gratitude. 
Let's make holiday shopping easy. Visit Iris Digital Media on Etsy. The link is in the show notes. And I also think that sometimes we get so focused on, you know, oh, I have to have a New Year's resolution. And and we tend to, like, do our New Year's resolution for, like, two weeks maximum mm-hmm. and then stop them. But, like, why can't we just have ongoing things that we're always working on instead of having it be a one-time thing, like a one-time-a-year thing that we, we do for two weeks and then we never speak of it again? Yeah, I totally, totally agree. And I also think that we really need to spend more time. This is one of the reasons I don't like all this focus on the new year, new me, um, because I think it there's billions of dollars spent on advertising that tells us that we are not enough. And if we would all believe that we are enough, we what would those businesses do? They make money because they know what we fear. They know what our weaknesses are. And so just remember that you are enough, that you don't need to change anything about yourself unless you want to. And then those things should not be about coming from hate, how much you hate yourself or your personality or your life. It should be coming from wanting to improve yourself or wanting something better in your life. Right. Like doing something because you love yourself, not because you hate yourself. Yes. Like bettering yourself because you... You do love yourself enough to do that. Exactly. And then also spending time with the people that are right in front of you. There's time when all of the company has departed and all your kids are back in school for you to focus on your business. And I get that like sometimes money is tight and we feel like we need to focus. We feel like everybody out there is going to get ahead of us. But just trust that your ideas are good, that you're on a good path. And spend time with the people in front of you because your parents, your grandparents, whatever age you are, are not going to be around forever. Your children are going to be moving out of the house and going off to school. Spend time with those people while you can. Right. Your your business, your company will be here on Monday morning. But right now, the, your weekend, your holiday, that's your time to really focus on the people you care about. And so I just want to talk a little bit about just some ideas of the ways that you can be more present. Because really, that is truly, truly what people in your life want. They just want to know that you're important to them, that they, they're valued, that you want to spend time with them. So obviously, starting off with just paying attention. This is a no-brainer, but it's important to actually focus on the person who's talking to you, the person who's right in front of you. Don't be distracted what's going on around you or be so busy checking your phone that you're not in the moment. Yeah, the checking the phone thing, as a person whose love language is quality time, that's one that like really hurts my feelings because I feel like whether or not the person means it like that, I'm like, oh, you would rather be like somewhere else than here right now with me. And this is this is important time to me, but you don't seem to care. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like the same thing about, you know, staying off your phone and everything and paying attention is like showing interest. So if I'm, if I asked you to spend time with me and watch my favorite movie and you're completely on your phone or you're talking through it to someone else, you're not showing interest in this thing that I thought was special enough to share with you and something I wanted to do with you. And that, I mean, I think, I just think it's really important to when somebody like, for example, um, when I took you to see Miss Saigon, you were like really good about 
you know, talking to me about it during intermission and everything, you know, showing, showing interest in this thing that I wanted to show you. So, well, you guys also talked about at Thanksgiving, one of your uncles that we see like once or twice a year, and he is not my brother. He's an uncle by marriage. And so it's somebody we, you guys don't really, really know that well. And you're like, wow, Uncle Tommy was really good at actually like asking us questions. Like he pays attention to what we post on Facebook. He pays attention yeah. and knows what's going on in our life. And it felt really nice to talk to somebody who you knew knew what was going on in your life. Oh, definitely. And then another thing is like when you're talking to someone, actually be presently listening. Don't don't listen to someone talk just so you can figure out when you're going to talk next. You know, you know, I feel like you can always tell when someone's listening just to figure out what they're going to say next to your thing. It's like, that's not actually listening. And so I hear, <laughs> though, that this is also an ADHD thing where people with ADHD are more prone to jumping in and interrupting sooner because, like, they're afraid something's going to fall out of their brain. Yeah, I, I will admit I do that sometimes with my ADHD just because, yes, I literally, if I don't say it, and I don't mean it to be rude, but if I don't say it right now, I will, in fact forget to say it. And then just another old listening tip that's also a sales skill is repeating back what the other person said. Uh, I, I, If I understand you right, this is what you said, or you don't even have to be like that obvious about it, but kind of mirroring their speech, repeating back what they said, keeping the conversation on that topic going is another just way to clarify points or dig deeper into a topic that that person has brought up. And then also just being patient. I think patience is something I think we can all work on having a little bit more, especially around the holidays. <laughs> I feel like maybe the holidays are when your patience is like maybe at its lowest, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, sometimes it takes people time to gather their thoughts and express them accurately. So it can be hard not to get frustrated, but don't get frustrated if someone seems slow to respond because, you know, maybe they're thinking. Maybe they're not. Not everyone says the first thing that comes to their brain. Some, Some people, people actually think about what they're going to say. Yeah. And then this is just completely not even related to people in your family necessarily, but also consider being present with the people that are serving you at a restaurant or at the grocery store, you know, the the service workers that you run into, consider being present with them. Our client, Rachel Barbeau, has a podcast called Joy Starters, and it drops every Thursday on the same day as ours does. And in this episode that she has launching on the same day as our episode today is launching, she talks about three different examples of times where she just got into the most fun conversations with People that she was like customer service reps on the phone where they were laughing and interacting. And I know I've always thought that it was fun. Like when I was in college, I worked at this little old fashioned gas hut and I was the gas station girl who would turn on the pumps and they would pay back when you had to pay with a check or with cash. I don't think I knew that you ever had that job. (laughs) (laughs) But I used to have this super grumpy old man that would come in and I made it a goal throughout my summer that I was going to get him to crack a smile before the summer was over. And I did. Woo! But if anyone could do it, it would be you. I know, right? (laughs) But I just think it's fun to, um, like, I mean, you guys know I'm just chatty at the store. I'm chatty with people. When we were, when I would go visit you in New York, 
<laughs> I would like start talking to people on the street and they'd be like, oh yeah, we don't talk to people in the streets of New York. I remember this time we were walking down the street in Brooklyn and you look at some guy and you smile and you wave and you go, hi there. And then you look at me and you go, oh right, we're not supposed to smile at people here. <laughs> Which is so foreign to me. But anyway, check out Rachel's podcast, Joy Starters. She has some great stories in hers too. It's very uplifting and motivational. But then also, I I just really agree with what she said in that episode, just about being present with in stores. And when you're out and about, smile. Try to make somebody's day. People get stressed out, and especially service workers. Airline people are another one. They get yelled at for stupid stuff. Just be nice. Make somebody's day. Well, I mean, we had a very lovely conversation this evening with our (laughs) server. He was telling us about how he... um, he chased a bear. Like, not the bear chased him. He chased the bear. And I was like, I mean, personally, I would never um, chase a bear. But this, I'm glad you made it out alive. <laughs> and he told us about the video he took of it because he chased the bear because he hadn't gotten video yet. And so he chased it so he could get a little bit of video before he left the park. That is the most Gen Z story. I chased <laughs> this bear because I didn't have a video for TikTok of it. He didn't say it for TikTok, but one can assume. And then I also got to thinking, just like, if you're bored with your, the way you, like, I don't know, it can just get boring if it's just your family sometimes, or you do the same old things, you feel like you're stuck in a rut. Or, like, for us, during the holidays, we've never really had holidays at home, so we never had time to create our own tradition. So we've been kind of trying to think this year, because we're not going to go anywhere for Christmas, we've been trying to think, we're like... What are we going to do so that it doesn't just feel like any other day in December? It actually feels like Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, our big family tradition has always be, been to travel to see our family. And so we stay at the same embassy suites. We've stayed at the same embassy suites for probably 20 years since it's been there. The same man has worked in the kitchen there and has cooked breakfast every Christmas morning for us for at least 20 years. Yeah. And we and we were just there on Thanksgiving, staying there. And my sister recognized that he was still there. Yeah, but um, that's kind of a weird tradition. We want to create some different traditions. So if you have holiday traditions of your own for a small family where your relatives all live out of town, I would love to hear them. Send yes. us a message, DM us, whatever. But we got to thinking too, like if your family lives out of town, you could do a virtual family reunion. Uh, a FaceTime kind of meeting during the COVID thing. We, the COVID thing. The COVID thing. <laughs> during that COVID, that darn COVID thing. All those holidays <laughs> where you couldn't get together during COVID, we did family game nights with our relatives and would get on Zoom and find a game that we could easily play. What game did we play that worked? We played, what, Yahtzee? Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it was. But you know, you know what I recently learned? So I don't know if you guys know what Jackbox games are, but they're very fun. You should check them out. I recently learned you can do them via Zoom, maybe? Oh, I bet you could, You yeah. can do them remotely. Just one person has to screen share the screen. But since you're all on your phone, you just have to put the room, the room code in, it works. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. So that was something we thought of. I mean, obviously, like a gift exchange, you could do a white elephant gift exchange through the mail. That might be, I don't know how you do the trading of the gifts, but you could you know, do something like that. You've done this before with friends where you start a movie at the same time. Yeah. And you watch the same movie together. And I mean, there are, there are apps also that make it easier. Like, 
I think Netflix has an app for that. And so in Disney Plus, you can do it on their app. But what my friend, like to make sure you guys really, like when one person pauses it, it pauses on everyone's TV. Like if someone is going to the bathroom. But what my friends and I do, we just do it the old fashioned way where we, we FaceTime and we go, okay, one, two, three. And you hit the button to start the movie. But that's always fun. And then we like live text throughout it. Like if it's, especially if it's something we haven't seen before. Yeah. And then also you could do a shared family playlist of your favorite songs. Maybe every generation of the family gets to add some of their favorites. So, and then you all listen to it at the same time. Maybe you, you know, whatever can comment back later. But I was thinking about playlists too. Were you surprised by your Spotify or your Apple? My Spotify wrapped? Yeah. I was a little surprised because my top my top genre was show tunes. But, I mean, I am a theater kid at heart. But I would have thought maybe my top genre would be pop because I was in the top 1% of Taylor Swift listeners. And so if I'm in the top 1% of Taylor Swift listeners, how could pop not be my top genre? Okay, but should we talk about mine? I was in the top 3% of Alanis Morissette listeners. <laughs> Which I'm positive has to do with two things. One, I made an angsty little playlist that I was blaring all summer long. But then also I was listening. I love the Broadway musical Jagged Little Pill, which is based on her music. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to hear the original Alanis Morissette versions. And so I was playing those a lot. So, Yeah, but I think the only thing I was surprised about was just that my top genre is still to this day show tunes. So then what are some things that you could do as a family to bond throughout this month? Well, one thing I really love is, you know, I love a good game night. Like, I'm, I'm a game night girly, and I feel like sometimes I annoy people because I'm like, can we have a game night tonight? Everyone's like, I don't want to. And I hate games, me. for the record, because <laughs> they have rules, and I have to pay attention. Yeah. But I think... We used to make Christmas cookies when I was younger, and I just, like, I want to, it doesn't have to be cookies, but I think it's it's fun to make, like, little treats or, or cookies, um, and especially, like, this could be something that, you know, you get together with your extended family and do, or maybe even if you're close with your neighbors, you get together, or, or, or every, you, you know, you have your whole cul-de-sac makes a, their own type of cookie, and then you do, like, a cookie exchange or something. Oh, that's like, I think that too, could yeah. be really fun. Oh, and then, you know, we used to have a neighbor that would do just a holiday open house, and they would make, like, a great big turkey or a great big ham, and then you would just drop in and out during throughout a day. I think that's a really fun idea. And then another thing that we did, again, during COVID, we were kind of in a bubble with our neighbors across the street. They had little kids, and so the girls would help with the little kids and so we kind of did a lot with them and in our neighborhood they go all out in our whole subdivision on the lights and our subdivision is gorgeous during this time with everybody's christmas lights so everyone like the neighborhood had planted a long time ago a tree in front of everyone's house on like along the street along along the street by like by the sidewalk so everyone has the same kind of tree in front of their house so what you're supposed to do for christmas or the holidays, even if you don't celebrate Christmas. Pretty much everyone, even if you don't celebrate Christmas, they do this. They'll it, at least do their tree. It, yeah, they'll at least do their tree because it looks pretty. So you put... I was like, except for... Oh. So, so you put green lights around the trunk, and then you throw, you know, red lights in the actual tree branches, and then you put little white lights on the ground, like, to look like snow. And when everyone's tree is done the same way like that, it just looks so beautiful. It does. So, during COVID, one thing we did was we all piled into our pickup truck, the back of it, 
And we used to call them joy rides. And I don't even know why the girls started calling them joy rides. But everybody, the neighbor, all the little kids, everybody piled into the back of the truck. And we blared our Christmas music and drove around looking at all the lights. And it was just super fun. And then we had the neighbors come over for chili afterwards and just kind of hung out. But I, speaking of just things you could do, like, with people in your community, if you live somewhere where it's not freezing cold, or if you do live somewhere where it's freezing cold but you're braver than I am, you could do a thing where somebody, like, you hang, like, a sheet or something on someone's garage door, and you have a projector, and you play Christmas movies. Oh, that would be and fun. And there's, like, a little hot chocolate bar, and mm. everyone everyone in the neighborhood can come put their little their little chairs out and watch Christmas movies. That's why I said if you live somewhere warmer than us, because I don't think I'm brave enough to do that. So that reminds me, too. We haven't done this in years. I used to host, like, a little 5K, and it would go through our subdivision, and I would put out little lights, like, where you were supposed to turn, and I would invite just, like, all the neighbors, a ton of friends, and then we would have hot chocolate stations, like, a couple of different places on the course, so you could get water or hot chocolate and then, like, usually my kids, since they didn't like to run, would stay with an adult and they would serve the cookies and hot chocolate to people. I, and I think, I think one year you had me and a friend stationed at different spots to, like, take pictures of your people running or something. Yeah, but that used to be a really fun tradition that we would do, too. So even though I guess we don't have, like, a really solid Christmas tradition, we have done fun things throughout the holidays. And ice skating. Ice skating is fun. Yeah, and one thing I really love to do with my mom is we watch pretty much every single new Christmas movie that comes out on like Hulu or Netflix or Disney Plus or whatever. You name it, if it's a brand new one that came out this year, we've probably watched it. That's true. You know, we watch we watch the 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 worse the better. Like, you know, the more predictable they are, whatever. You know, like we watch them all. And we always know how they're going to end because you always do. But my favorite part is like when you know how it's going to end and my mom still goes, like she'll gasp like it got her off guard. (laughs) And then another thing we used to do, speaking of movies, is especially when you were in college and every time you would come back, so between Christmas and or Thanksgiving and New Year's, we would go and see like every good movie and then try to see every movie that was we thought was going to be Oscar nominated. Yeah. And so we just would go and have tons of movie nights. And especially if you're someone like me, this is about to sound like an ad, but it's not, unless they want it to be. Um, (laughs) I have, I have, I know, me, me always like begging them to give us an ad. Um, I have the AMC A-list pass and I seriously cannot recommend it enough. Like I use that thing all the time. You can see up to three movies a week. This is why I said it's going to sound like an ad, but it's not. Um, You can see up to three movies a week and... And they can be the same movie. If you really saw a movie you liked and you wanted to go see it two more times that week, you could do that. But I just think it's really good if you're someone like us who like loves to go see movies. Anyway, end of my tangent. Anyway, I hope that gave you some good ideas just about encouraging you to be present, to just spend time enjoying the holidays. Send us your ideas. I want to know what your ideas were. And then in January, if you would like help living your dream life, help starting a business so that you can have financial and time freedom, give us a call, send us an email, connect with us, and we will help you get that started. We actually had a great conversation with my brother when we were at Thanksgiving, and he was super curious about a lot of the things that we were doing, and so we've been giving him little mini lessons. Yes. And it just got me really excited again about 
I mean, this is what we do anyway, but just helping people get started from very, very scratch. Somebody who's never thought about doing anything like selling print-on-demand shirts or writing books or selling, you know, anything like that. I know. It got me excited talking to him last night, too. I was, like, ready to go hop on my computer and make, like, screen recording tutorial videos for him. I (laughs) know. So if you want to launch something in 2023, enjoy your holidays. We have a bunch more podcasts coming. This is not our last one of the year. But enjoy your holidays. And then check in with us in January, and we will help you get on the road to financial and time freedom and living your dream life on your terms. Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. If you liked it, please subscribe, share with a friend, and rate us five stars. Bye, guys. Bye.